Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have a very special guest, um, please help me welcome uh, Tom Bird. How are you Tom? Very Natalie, thanks for having me today. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, the work that you do which is actually helping people uh, write a book. Uh, but what makes you different and sets you apart from everybody else is that you help people to, to write a book or a bestseller uh, through their connection with the universe or God or whatever they choose to, to call that entity. <laughs> so, um, so why don't we start initially first with, uh, with your story and how you got into doing this incredible work. Well, as so often happens with many situations, it was desperation that led me, led me to my faith. I was a young man, wanted to be an author, tried everything orthodox to become the author. I thought I already was. Nothing worked. Had a mini nervous breakdown one night. Asked uh, God for some guidance. Got it two nights later. I woke up in the middle of the night from a dream. I could see exactly what I needed to do to become the author I needed to be. Put it into play. Sold my first book uh, four or five weeks later the third largest publisher in the world and began my plight as a writer, not only as an author, but as an author mentor. And what I've really found through working with over 85,000 new authors is that people want to write because there's a book stuck inside them trying to get out. And that book is really a calling by spirit or God or whatever you want to refer to as he, she, or it to commune directly once again with the Almighty so you can live the life that God meant for you to live. And that's really what I do. You know, we've been very successful in helping people write books. In a weekend, by the way, we've had over 40 bestsellers in the last two years. I really think the most significant thing that comes out of our process is the fact that people reach, through the writing of their books, a direct communion with the Almighty through the writing of their books. And I think that's really the most valuable tool that we possess. We, we possess. Absolutely. Well, I know that whenever I sit down to write or whenever I, where I'm stepping on stage um, or creating the programs that I do, uh, I have an idea of the structure of it, but really what I need to also connect to, yes. you know, to that, that outside source to get the inspiration so that I know how to deliver the message in a way that I feel that people will understand and really connect to. Right. So, um, so, and I, I had just heard you say before that you help people in a weekend to write a book. Like, does that mean they've written the whole book in a weekend, or they've they've got the start of it in a weekend? No, they write their entire books in a weekend. Um, actually, they write them usually in about two and a half days, not even an entire weekend. We start our retreats on a Thursday night. We meet for three or four hours on a Thursday night, and then we meet all day Friday, all day Saturday, and half a day on Sunday. And by the time Saturday afternoon comes around, about 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon, uh, normally 95% of our people are done writing their entire books by that period of time. Uh, and the question, the obvious question is, how can you write a book in a weekend? Mm -hmm. Well, every great passage of writing was written from the same place, came from the same place, and connected to, to the same place. And it's a spiritual place. And that spirit comes through an author very quickly, rapidly. Our authors at our retreats average about 2,500 words per hour writing speed. The average length of an American adult book is 35,000 words in length. So they finish their books in 12 to 15 hours normally. Mm -hmm. And we just help them get in that spiritual state, remain in that spiritual state, understand that spiritual state, and then ride that spiritual state through the writing of their books. That's what we do. So we actually write them in a week and we don't start them, we finish them. That's our goal is to finish them and get into revision before the re weekend is over. Right. And so how do we form that connection? 
well, we've got to get it out of our own ways, as people say. Uh, <laughs> yes. You know, we have to get out of our own left brain ways. So we ostracize the left brain for the experience through, through relaxation. We stay relaxed the entire weekend. And through the entire weekend, the book just transpires on its own. See, the problem is the left brain gets in the way. It gets in the way of the book coming out through the right brain. So when we put it to sleep through relaxation, the book now has an open access just to be born through the author. And that's, in a nutshell, how we do it. Right. Okay. And anyone can do this? Anyone that wants to. It's, you have to be driven to write a book. Mm -hmm. it, it, sit down and want to write it. It's not, it's not enough of an impetus to actually go through the process because it is very cathartic. It is very adventurous. It can be very frightening because you're really giving the control over of yourself to spirit. And even though that's what we probably are all meant to do, mm -hmm. it's frightening to do that from a left brain perspective. So anyone that wants to write a book can do this. And if anyone out there is having a difficult time writing a book, there's nothing wrong with you as the author. Nothing wrong with you. There's something wrong with the system that you're employing because you're actually through the writing of a book, you return to an innate state, an innate connection where the book flows directly right out of you. Yeah, absolutely. I know with uh, with my experience with the book that I wrote, it uh, uh, my publisher gave me the uh, told me that they wanted me to write fiction. They said, you know, your story will come out better as fiction. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even read fiction. <laughs> so for like a year, I was stuck in left brain going, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like I, I can't see it. I can't figure it out. Yeah. Um, and then through a series of a couple of events, I, I, I found out about the hero's journey. Um, and then when I had like my how-to and the, that and I actually put the structure in, it took me two weeks to write the book, yes. the whole thing, uh, yeah. because I got out of the way. Yes. And I was able to, to let that, that flow come through because I had a bit of a, a structure of where to go to. So is that is that something similar to what you do or people just sit there and it just comes out like Neil Donald Walsh style? We prepare people for retreats. We go in and through 10 to 12 hours of preparation time before a retreat, we remove any logistical blockages or emotional blockages they may have that could keep them from attaching to the flow naturally. We also practice a little bit. So before the retreat, they practice being in the flow and they practice the writing coming through. So all we really ask them to do is when they come to a retreat, let's do what they've been doing, but to do it for eight to ten hours a day straight under our guidance and under our safety net. And that's pretty much what we do. Um, again, we're not asking them to create a false state or a state that doesn't exist. We're asking them to, to return to an innate place that they forgot because of the constraints of our left brain world. Right. So I can imagine that, that uh, doing something like journaling would be very helpful um, before going through a process like this. Not really at all. Not it's really? not. Okay. No, it's like hey, I'm going to train for um, the 100-meter dash in the Olympics and, or I'm going to run a marathon in the Olympics. I'm going to start walking to do so. It, it's, it has no effect. Okay. Journaling doesn't help at all because it doesn't – journaling, unless you take the time to relax and connect directly with that book, of the, which is on the other side of life, uh, it doesn't help at all. It doesn't help at all. It's, it becomes purely physical exercise journaling. Uh, so actually connecting with the book is the only way to practice connecting with the book. Mm, okay. And so when you said you, you know, you're training people before they come to the retreat, what kind of training are we talking about? Uh, removal blockages. Uh, the first step in writing any book for the first time is cathartic. So we have a lot of undeservability issues, uh, persecution, anxiety, abuse, connection with abuse, we have to remove all these things 
that keep us from being who we are. Because most of us are scared to step out of the box and be who we are because we've been punished or told we're inappropriate or we're too loud or too noisy or too stupid, whatever. We have to remove that. So when the people who show up at the retreats, they're, they've gotten rid of all that already and they're just ready to plug right into the book and go. Right. The whole mainframe we use for preparation is a book of mine called Right to Heal, which is the smallest book I've ever written. It's only 33 pages in length. It's about 2,000 words. And it's the guide that we use to prepare people to come through the retreats and become the authors they already are. Yeah. And, you know, they don't necessarily need to publish what they write. I, I'm assuming that going through this whole process is very cathartic for them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I really think the biggest benefit people get is spiritual enlightenment and evolution through the writing of the books. However, I have to admit that two, since 2008, I've not seen a book come through an author and the book hasn't wanted to be published. Right. So books want a voice, they want a place in society, they want to go out and share their message. So publication becomes very important. And the idea of publication is actually even more cathartic than the aspects of, than the idea of writing a book because that's now public exposure. You can write a book, still will remain uh, decently anonymous. But when you take that book and share it with the world, that changes your world and changes everybody else's too. So it's a whole other process, publishing. Yeah. And I can imagine that part of the process you take them through is that, because, you know, we all have a story about past events in our life uh, that kind of make up who we are. Uh, yeah. But then for us to get into a point, a, a point where we can actually write about it and feel that we can share it with the world, um, do they have to change the story or do they have to get into a different perspective or anything of it? You know, to be honest with you, straight autobiographical books comprise only about 3% of the books that come through our retreats. Right. Uh, normally the books are something that the author at some point in their life wanted to write and forgot that they wanted to write. The, 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 the book comes through, through so fast and so powerfully because it is a spiritual entity that the author literally can't stop it. Right. And then when they're done, they take a look at it, and after they look at it, they really like what they have to share. They really enjoy it, and they wrote it so fast, it's like reading it for the first time. They mm -hmm. revise it. Um, so they really like it. But there is a certain anxiety they feel after the book has been written about sharing who they really are because they're concerned that they'll insult someone in their life, abuse them. They're concerned that being who they really are uh, will bring them some form of persecution or anger or demise. We deal with that on the publishing end, but the whole retreat is based on let's get the book out, and then we'll deal with phase two after that, but let's just get this book out. Okay. So can you share with us some of the stories that you've seen come through people that, that you, you know, I know that you've got some bestsellers that are, that, that are out there um, that have really helped to change people's lives? Well, there's a book, a very simple book by Jan Larkey, published through Simon Schuster called Flatter Your Figure. Mm -hmm. Sold over a million copies. Uh, it's a very simple, easy book. It's it's a you know, we've got all these books on dieting and getting in shape and fitting into a size four or size two. Jan basically comes out and says, and this is a very simple but inspirational book, you are what you are, dressed to your size to make you look good. And it's taken this impetus of trying to be something that women physically can't be and allowing them to accept who they really are fashion-wise, made it into almost a spiritual essence, a spiritual message. It's called Flatten Your Figure, Flatter Your Figure by Jan Larkey and sold over a million copies. It's just a little book. It's changed a huge amount of lives, huge amount of lives. Yeah. 
And I'm sure that there are books on like on all different types of subjects that come through, depending on someone's you know life experience. And is it normally related to their life experience, or is it just maybe like a divine message that comes through? And it's like this this is meant to be coming out in the world, and you're the yeah. one that's that's tapped into this from the higher consciousness, and then now you're the one that's going to be delivering it. Yes and no. Uh, every book I like to tell every author that every book they will write is autobiographical because it embodies their voice, their viewpoint, something they've experienced. But most books that come through the retreat are not autobiographical of all nature. They're novels, nonfiction books, children's books, children's books, screenplays. It seems to be to me that whatever way the author feels most comfortable in accepting and relaying a story, that's what the route the spirit chooses to project the story through them. Because I don't really think spirit cares what form a book takes. It just cares that the message is, is relayed. And the message could be one of humor or sadness or laughter or information. It doesn't matter. What matters is that this message that this parable called a book that they were expected to share is shared in one way or another. And it's basically determined by what the author feels most comfortable in writing. Mm. Now, I do have to say, though, that authors, no one, ends, no one in any one of my retreats has ever ended up writing the book they thought they were going to write. Now, sometimes they're completely different, 180 degrees different, sometimes 2% difference but they never end up writing specifically what they thought they were going to write. Yeah. They, always, they always go way beyond that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, nothing ever shows up the way that we think it's going to, and especially if it's divine and meant to happen. <laughs> exactly. Thank God. Like a good <laughs> adventure if you just accept that premise. Yes, exactly. It's all about the letting go and surrendering and knowing that everything that happens is for the greater good anyway. Exactly. Um, so when you're in, that, in the safety of that surrender, I think that's when uh, you can really allow, you know, the the divine inspiration to come through, which is. Well, I've got to be honest with you, Natalie. The surrendering is absolutely essential, but I don't really have people surrender out of faith. They surrender out of desperation. They've been trying to outdistance the writing of these books for decades, and finally they give in and say, "All right, whatever. This thing doesn't go away. It gets stronger every day, and I get weaker." I just want to get the sucker off my off my back, and, and you know, so no one really enters in like, oh, this is a defined space. I can't wait to write my book. It's not like that. Really, they, they walk in with anxiety. They walk out with enlightenment. But you know, there's a certain vulnerability in feeling worthy that most people have, and mm -hmm. feeling scared about being who they really are. And when the book comes through, they become not only who they really are. They come become who they really are as children of God. You know, and they, they live their full potential, and their their hearts break. Their hearts break and open up during the experience, and they begin to see how things that were deprivating from their background of the past are actually blessings. And they say, I begin. I believe they begin to see the world from the perspective of God, as opposed to that hurt little child that they all seem to be when they walk into the room for the first time. So it's it's uh, basically when they walk away from your weekend, they're not even the same person that that, that entered it. They're not the same person that walked in. And then you know, I got to be honest with you. I I don't even worry about the book getting written. Our system's so fail-proof at this point. We knock out books left and right. I don't even concern myself with that. The thing that turns me on about doing these retreats is the transition that I see people go through. I've got this ability to see a person for who they really are on a spiritual level. And it's kind of frustrating sometimes to be me because I see them who they are, but they're not actualizing who they really are. Yeah. The retreats, I get to see them actualize that, and there is no greater thrill I've ever had in teaching a retreat and seeing a room with 70 people transition into spiritual beings and human form. 
it's it's marvelous, and that's what keeps me doing this, and that's what turns me on, and that's why I think the biggest benefit is we've got authors go on and earn millions of dollars, to maybe become best-selling authors, and I'm proud of them for that. The biggest thing I think they they derive, I know the biggest thing I derive, is the spiritual trans transformation they go through as regards writing their books at our retreats. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. I, I can only imagine. Um, so, Tom, if people wanted to contact you and find out about the retreats and the things that you do, where can we send them to find out more information? TomBird.com, T-O-M-B-I-R-D.com. Okay. So if you're watching the show and you feel like you have a book in you and you and you know or you feel like if you went through a process like this it would help really help to release that for you um, and you're looking for the experience that you know Tom can provide at these retreats I encourage you to click on the banner either to the side or underneath this video so you can connect directly with Tom and uh, go through a very life-changing uh, experience which I'm sure that you you can offer there Tom so thank you so much for joining me today it's been thank such a you. pleasure it's been a real pleasure thank you Awesome. Bye. Now, guys, and I encourage you to share this video, and you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page, and make sure that you leave your email in the box provided so we can send you the Manifesting with a Master's video e-course. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.